Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. The True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Be your host, 
by name, your seer Israel of Seroy. And we're doing a series called Revealing, Revealing the Number of the Beast 666, the Son of Perdition, part number 13, live broadcasting. And welcome all that's on the international side over 9,000 strong, ready to go for the 13. And we're going to check and see who will be coming on studio, coming on stage. And we see. How Yada Israel, and that's a great thing. We're going to bring our elder in, we're going to get something going on, because like I said again, we're going to have to reveal this son of addition plainly because of the situation a people in. So we don't know which way they're going. I know one thing we'll do, we'll find our elder and bring him in. Elder Yagdah, Israel, Tyler Yagdah, Jews, lead teach out of camp woman and bring him in and get something going on by saying, when you meet the elder with our voice, you say, Elder Yagdah, Israel, Yagdah, meet you that's the Israel.
Voices of the True Israelites, with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, Elder, I'm trying our best to figure out which one of these uh, microphones is going, but I can check in. I'd be doing so much switching around here. Be what you see, Israel. I see you, Royal. Hallelujah. about this Bible, 
by looking at a statement in let's look at Psalms seventy eight verse number two there, Elder. Let's see what what Psalm seventy eight verse two say. Book of Psalms chapter seventy eight verse number two reads Psalm seventy eight verse number two. I would open my mouth in a parable. I would utter the dark saying of old. So when you read this Bible, this Bible is dark sands of old. Let's get a precept on that in the Surat chapter 39, verse 3 to Elder. Let's see what that Surat 39, verse number 3 says. The book of Surat chapter 39. Verse number three say, verse number three reads, you will seek out the secrets of grave sentences and be conversant in dark parables. And see, and exactly what this Bible is, this Bible got a lot of grave sentences and dark parables to it. And and what we're going to do is see if we shine some light Let's go, to, let's go to Isaiah 49, verse 3 and 4. Isaiah 49, 3 and 4, the elder. Book of Isaiah 49, verse number 3 and 4 reads, the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse number 3. Isaiah 49, verse 3. It said unto me, Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be honored, glorified. Verse number four. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for naught, and in vain. Yet surely my judgment is with Yahweh, and my work with my Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And that's how we gotta have our works. We gotta have our works in Him. And I'm saying this thing is not gonna be done in vain. Matter of fact, there's a precept in there. I think around about um, 418, 2 Corinthians 418. So I a precept somewhere in there in 418. What does it say in 2 Corinthians 418, Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 18 reads. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 18. Well, we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm-hmm. And exactly what we, what we got to, we got to find out some things along the way to find some things. So we know clearly that when this book was given to John with the condition he was in, and matter of fact, let's, let's see if we walk down and see what kind of condition John was in when we try to unfold these dark sands. John was in what what position in one nine through eleven? Let's find out what what kind of position position predicament that John was in from Revelation chapter one. 9 through 11. Here, let's see what that says. The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse number 9 through 11 reads, 
Book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse number 9. At John, well, say I'm your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Yahweh, Yahweh the Son, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of Yahweh and for the testimony of Yahweh the Son. Verse number 10. I was in the spirit on Yahweh's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Verse 11 saying, I am the beginning, I am the first, and the last. What thou seest right in the book, and send it out to the seven congregations, churches, which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, unto Thyatira, unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Mm-hmm. So, so he to send his message to these seven churches, and now let's go to seven. Let's go. Well, we, let's take right there and look at verse 17 through 19 and 41. And then we're going to swing real to the fifth chapter. So, so now he put it, introduce himself. Now, back, pick up at verse 12. We're going to look at 12 down to verse 19. So now, so from 12 to 19, Elder. We're trying to get ourselves all situated. So 12 to 19, let's see what it says. Revelation chapter 1, 12 through 19, they'll come out. Book of Revelation chapter 1, verse number 12 through 19 reads. Book of Revelation chapter 1, verse number 12. I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Verse 13. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the son of man, Clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the pack with a golden girdle. Verse 14. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. Verse 15. And his feet like it to fine brass, as if they burnt in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. Verse 16. He had in his right hand seven stars. And out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shining in his strength. Verse 17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. He laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. Verse number 18. And he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Hallelujah, and have the keys of hell and of death. Verse number 19, write the things which thou hast seen, the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. Mm-hmm. So John is writing this hereafter, and then, and then 4 verse 1, what's that say there? Hey, what's that 4 1 say? Book of Revelation 4, verse number 1 reads, After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. The first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Uh-huh. So there it is right there. So we're going to have to identify some of these things, but we, but we want to be plainly understood that this Bible has the fifth chapter written all over it. And let's find out what's going on in this fifth chapter. Let's find out what we need to know 
in Revelation 5, and we're going to keep reading till we get our point there, Elder. So we're in Revelation chapter 5. Pick up verse 1. We will read down till we get our point there. Come on. Book of Revelation chapter 5, verse number 1 reads. Book of Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. Now, saw at the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side, sealed with seven seals. Verse number two. Now saw a strong minister spirit angel proceed with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the who, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. Verse number three. No man in heaven, no in earth, neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Verse number four. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Verse number five. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the line of the tribe of Yahweh Judah, the root of David, and prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals. Verse number six. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, to the Lamb, as if it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of Yahweh, sent forth into all the earth. Excellent. Right there. Right there. Excellent. So right now we find out one thing, that the Son has, he, had, he did not write anything in his book, and when he got it, the book was sealed with the seven seals to it. So he found his seven angels, and he found everything he needed to work with, seven horns, that means powers. So this book was sealed. So we're going to find out what he sit down and done some reading himself. So we're going to find out exactly what was sealed in this book. So this sign right here, Matter of fact, um, I need a precept on that. In the seventh chapter there, Elder, in St. John chapter 7, verse number 16 and 17, can you up those see out there in 16, 17 while we try to see if we get least lukewarm around here? Let's see what's going on in um, the 16th chapter. Was it? No, 7, 16 and 17. What that say there, Elder? Audio. All right, Elder, I'm not I'm not hearing nothing on my end right now. Let me find out what's going on. Saying anything, I didn't hear a word you said. So try that again, Elder.
Alrighty, Adam. But now I'm um, I'm I'm not hearing as I should be hearing. They are upset. With your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. All right, our properly we're back again on this never having problem with the microphones. Uh, according to the message here, we we trying to get your microphone working properly. Hold on for a minute, okay? Well, let me see. Let me see what's going on. Let me see. Do we got um? Is my microphone making any kind of sounds right now? Hey, Mother E, travel y'all got Judah. Y'all probably be just see right. Y'all got this. This is Israel. A see right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, brother. Mother, we have a little problem with the microphone and got. Got our elder on it, and have a little problem with his microphone too. We're gonna check again and see our elder back in the driver's seat. Elder, y'all are y'all probably just see right. If I bless you, see Israel, I see royal. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Well, all I all I can say one thing now, elder. It must, it must be something to be said tonight, because we sure have a problem trying to, trying to get going, but right now we um, perhaps be ready to go. We go Mother, Mother Z saying, uh, hey, see, you know, I'm going to give a commentary, but let me hear something if I can put some things together. So I don't know what we left off on, Elder, but what we're going to do, we're just going to swing up and see if we look at these dark sands and and we're going to see if we bring out a little information. So we, I don't know how far we got off in Revelation 5. Let's start again in Revelation chapter 5 because it's a message. In it. How far did we get in Revelation chapter 5? Yeah, we had uh, 1 through 6. Oh, oh, we did? Okay, we did 1 through 6. Okay. So we did 1 through 6. Now, if I can say what, read verse 6 and see where we're at, and we'll keep it moving. Verse 6 again. The book of Revelation, chapter 5, verse number 6 reads. Revelation 5, verse number 6. I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood, as a, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of Yahweh sent forth into all of the earth. All right, that's it. So, um, we're going to hear it side, but we're going to kick your wings, take a glance at this right here. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. And we will look at verse 22 down to verse 24. Let's see what we can get out of this. Genesis 3, 
The book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 22 through 24 reads. Book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 22. Yahweh said, Behold, the man has become as one of us, to know good and evil. Now at least he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Verse 23. Therefore Yahweh sent him forth from the garden of Egypt, to till the ground from whence he was taken. Verse 24. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubim, and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Mm-hmm. So what you so so what he trying to do is keep this man away from the tree of life because if he hang around a tree of life after he knows good and evil. We we do a little investigation on that. Yeah. We wanna do a little investigation on that. On this uh he says hmm. let's see can we take a look at this. This tree of life but he blocked the man from getting to the tree of life. I'm going to deal a little bit. I'm going to deal a little bit with that, Elder. Um, let's go in and look at a little prophecy that he told Ezekiel in the 28th chapter. Let's take a look at some things. Let's pick it around by verse 1. We're going we're gonna to kind of think we can just slow walk this down and get a and get a hold to what we're trying to bring and take number 13 by going to Ezekiel chapter 28. And we're going to pick up at verse number 1. Let's see what's, what's going on in Ezekiel 28. Let's read a little bit. Because, um, hey, hey, Mother E, give me that Amos 3 verse 7, that Mother E. And we're gonna we're gonna examine some things. Amos three verse seven. What it say there, mother? Hey, mother E. In Amos three verse seven, we'll take a look at that. Okay. We'll take your time and look at that. Amos Amos three. Start again. Amos three verse seven. What it say there, mother? The book of Amos chapter three verse seven. Surely the Yahweh will do nothing as he reveals his secret unto, unto his servant, the seer. All right. Okay, good. So we want to find out about this, about what we just got to read, that in Genesis chapter 3, verse 22 down to verse 24, that this he put cherubims to block this man from the tree of life. That's big topic there. So now we and we found out that this Bible got a lot of dark sands and mystery. And all the way you 
ones that these dark fans in mystery. We'll find out. Hey, yo, let's run over to that 47, that 28 chapter, pick verse 1. And I, I, and I don't know what verse I'm going to come in on. Just kind of give me one verse at a time, and we will see which way we can kind of get a hold to this. In the 28th chapter, verse number 1, let's see if anything to work with in 28, verse number 1 and 2. 1 and 2 says what? 28, verse 1 and 2, what does it say? The book of Ezekiel, chapter 28. Verse number one, verse number two reads, Book of Ezekiel 28, verse one. The word of Yahweh came unto me. The word of Yahweh came again unto me, saying, Verse number two, Son of man, say unto the prince of Tyrus, The fear of Yahweh, because thy mind, thy heart is lifted up, and thou hast said, I am Yahweh. I sit in the seat of Yahweh, in the midst of the sea. Thou art a man, thou art a man, and not Yahweh. So thou sit thy mind, heart, as the heart of Yahweh. So he says, say unto this prince of Tyre. Now this is a prince. So now, that means this prince, by being a prince, the prince got to have a king over him. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tough to come out the gate in this lesson, but held in the book of Adam and Eve, he said to the press of son of man, say unto the press of towers. Thus says Yahweh. I wanna to go to the fifty third chapter of Adam and Eve. The elder. And I want to peep at something, because if you are a prince, that means something, and, and mother, a mother had me, 9 verse 11, waiting on me in Revelation in time prophecy. So we, we know that we all over the place right now, but when you stand back and let it unfold itself, it's going to unfold itself. That's what I'm saying. So now, in the 53rd chapter of Adam and Eve, the elder, can you pick it up round about where you want to start at? In, in the book of Adam and Eve, 53, let's see where do you want to start at. 53rd chapter of the book of Adam and Eve. Because he said this prince, he's a prince of Tyre. And this is a man right here, Tyro. This is a man here. But I want to find out in, in Isaiah 53, a little bit more. So, is that what I want? No, make it 57. Thank you, El. Make that 57. And we'll pick it up around by verse number. We'll pick it up at verse number six. And we'll read down until we get our point. In the first book of Adam Eve, 57, pick it up, pick it up around by verse six. And mother, have me that 
9-11 of Revelation waiting on me. What does it say to hell? 57, 60, we'll keep reading till we get our point come. First book of Adam and Eve, chapter 57, verse number 6 reads, Before did I fall, did I make you fall by that for which I myself fell? And with you also, whosoever accept my counsel, falls thereby. Verse number 7, But now, O Adam, by reason of your fall, you are under my rule, and I am king over you, because I have hearkened to me, and has transgressed against Yahweh. Neither will, neither will there be any deliverance from my hands until the day promised you by your Yahweh. Verse number eight. All right. And hold for a So now, 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 Elder, back up one verse. And what did he say again in that verse six? Now, you, you, you want something, Elder? I mean, I, I, I'm kind of seeing a little things unfolding there. Now, what happened again in verse six again, Elder? The book of first, Adam and Eve, first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 57, verse six reads. Therefore did I fall, did make, and did I make you fall by that for which I myself fell, with you also, who shall accept my counsel, falls thereby. So now, 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 hold on Now, Satan said, well, he said he fell. Mm-hmm. Now, he said, now, if anybody takes his counsel, mm-hmm. you won't fall too. Yahweh, even the devil, uh, subjected 
unto us through thy name. Verse 18. And he said unto them, I, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Ain't that something? So now we know what thing. Satan was once in heaven, and Yahweh the Son just said, I think Satan got cast out of heaven. So Satan is telling Adam. Let me tell him Adam. He said, Adam, you know, I fell. Now we know where he fell from, heaven. And he said, now you know what, Adam? You fell by taking my counsel. That's big talk right there. That sounds, that's pretty good. Now, Elder, give me that verse 7 again, and let's keep reading a little bit more. Now we own something. I think we own something. Verse number 7, uh, Adam 57, pick up verse 7, let's read a little bit more. Come on. First book of Adam and Eve, chapter 57. Verse number 7 reads, But now, O Adam, I reason of thy fault, thou art under my rule, and I am king over you. Because thou hast hearkened to me, and hast transgressed against your Yahweh. Neither will there be any deliverance from my hand until the day promised you by your Yahweh. Verse number 8. Again he said, And as much as we do not know the day agreed upon with you by your Yahweh, nor the hour in the which thou shalt be delivered, for that reason will we multiply war and murder upon thee and your seed after you. Verse number 9. This is our will and our good pleasure that we may that we may not leave one of the sons of men to inherit our orders in heaven. Verse number 10. For to our bound, O Adam, it is in the burning fire, and we will not seek our evil doing, no, not one day, nor one hour. And our Adam shall so fire upon you when you cometh into the cave to dwell there. Hey, that sounds good. That's it. So now, look what we found out. That Satan got kicked out of heaven. <laughs> and who was down here on earth was Adam and Eve. And he's doing everything he can to make Adam fall. But how did he make Adam fall? How did he make Adam fall? In the book, let's see, how did he make Adam fall? Now, now yeah, I know I'm all over the place, but we're going to see and we find out. Well, how did he make Adam fall? I want to go to the book of the book called, what's that book called? It's a, the book is, well, Samson in. What, what's the name of that book that Samson ain't judges? Thank you there. Thank you there, Mother Z. The book of Judges. In the book of Judges there, Elder, now you, you heard what he said. He said, now, I said, and and you fell, and now you up under my roof. But how did Adam get up under his roof? That's big. That's big. That's big chocolate there. So now, 
I'm struggling here, but I'm I'm over in the book of Judges. I'm trying to tie this in. How did he? What happened that that we can read in the book of Judges? Judges fourteen. Well, I, I, I probably need a little help there, yo. So right now I'm trying to follow. But I'm trying to find out how could he tell? He didn't have no contact with Adam. How did he put himself in that position? Can you help those see out there, yo? We kind of trying to figure out what happened. We know it's in the book of um, Judges. We can get an idea that something happened. You want to take a shot at that elder? Uh, in the 14th yeah. chapter, uh, pick up verse five. Let's see can we let's see can we figure out what happened. Now. We're trying to draw this picture. We we know we lied and we're trying to draw this picture, but this is the way it this is the way it led. We want to find out how can Satan make this statement. He said he fell. Now Adam, you fell, and now I'm king over you. And and I'm gonna do everything I can, Adam, is to stay in my position. Because I'm king over you. Matter of fact, hey, hey mother, give me give me that nine eleven in that revelation. And hey yo, give me the book of Judges chapter fourteen, fifteen, <laughs> down to verse eighteen. I'm try, I'm trying to try to tie this in. Now what is going on here that we need to know? Give me that nine eleven, mother. What is saying that we can read nine verse eleven? And then Book of Revelation. Book of Revelation. What does it say? Book of Revelation, chapter 9, verse 11. Revelation, chapter 9, verse 11. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is... A, A, B. No. A, B. That's good enough. That's good enough, mother. Find out. They had a king over them from the bottom of the pit. Now, this king of the bottom of the pit, mother, they had a mm-hmm. king over them. So, this is in time prophecy, mother. They had a king over them. And he was from the bottomless pit. That's big talk there. Back mm-hmm. up to the twenty chapter mother. The twenty chapter. Like yeah, a revelation. Revelation chapter twenty. And pick it up at verse number twenty and pick it up verse number one. I want to find out 
appoint this king that was over whatever he was over, who is this king? We go on to Revelation 20 and pick up verse 1. Book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse 1. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. Verse 2. Two. And he laid hold on the dragon, that serpent. Okay. Revelation 20, verse 2. And he laid hands on that, on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Uh-huh. So now we know who is this king from the bottomless pit is Satan the devil. Mm-hmm. And Satan the devil is claiming, he's claiming rulership over our people. That's big talking there. So Satan is claiming rulership over people. Satan the devil. But we want to know how did he get that rulership over people? Find out from um L. Court Judges chapter 14, verse 15 to 18. Let's see what we're working with there, L. Book of Judges, chapter 14, verse number 15 through 18 reads. Book of Judges, chapter 14, verse number 15 reads, And it came to pass on the seventh day that they said unto Samson, that they said unto Samson's wife, Entice your husband, that he may declare unto us the riddle, if we burn thee and your father's house with fire, have you called us to take that we have? It is not so. Verse 16. And Samson's wife wept before him and said, Thou dost but hate me, and lovest me not. Thou hast put forth a riddle unto the children of my people, that has not told it me. And he said unto her, Behold, I have not told it my father, nor my mother. And shall I tell it you? Verse 17. <laughs> and she wept before him. The seven days while their feast lasted, and then it came to pass on the seven days that he told her, because she lay sore upon him, and she told the riddle to the children of her people. Verse number 18, And the men of the city said unto him on the seventh day, before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? And he said unto them, If ye had not plowed with my heifers, ye had not fouled out my riddle. <laughs> <laughs>
were told to the man that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you should not touch it nor eat it, do lest you die. So he said, told then the serpent, my boy, we thought of that Satan. He came to the woman and said, no, you're not going to surely die. But prior to that, she said she was told from Yahweh to not to eat of a tree. She, O-I-T, knew not to do that. But she done it anyway. Then what she what she learned, she didn't just keep it to herself. She gave it to Adam. And he did eat. What what did he eat? Uh, mothers? Hey mother, what did he eat in Jeremiah chapter eleven? What did he eat? And Jeremiah chapter 11, what, what, what did he eat? Let me find out what he had in Jeremiah chapter 11, Mother E. What did he eat? And Jeremiah chapter 11. Let me find out. What did he eat? And what I want make it up. Make it 15 there, Mother. Make it Jeremiah 15. What did he eat? 15 verse 16. Then have me Hosea 10, 13 waiting on me. What did he eat, Mother? In Jeremiah yeah, chapter 15 verse 16. Yeah, what did yeah, he eat? Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. The word was the word was found, and I did eat them, and they were good. Good. And uh, so what he asked was some words. Mm-hmm. And what kind of words did he did she eat, um, mother? In Hosea 10, 13. So he he. Gave us some words, and she did eat. That was read. Okay, what Hosea. What were the words? Hosea chapter. What I need. Yeah. Uh, let's see what I, see what I want. Uh, because one thing about it, sometimes you get a lesson on the wrong, mother. So he had something. Try 10, 13, and find out what he eat, mother. Hosea 10, verse number 13. So he, so we know he, she had words. What was the word she, she had? 10, 13. Hosea chapter 10, verse 13. You have applied weakness. You have reached iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies because I did it. Oh, 
And the same thing we doing. We playing the role that's given to us. We wish we can get, you know, a, a halfway smile every now and then, but uh, it ain't going to be that way, according to this book. But so now, let's go to the fourth chapter, Elder of Genesis. We're going to just throw a whole lot of pieces on the table. Then we're going to start tying them in. Let's go to 4 verse 7. And let's find out what's going on in Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. We can see we analyze what we get ready to hear in 4, verse 7. Now, it's going to be pointing toward what we read in Genesis 3, 22 and 24. That's what we're pointing to. So we're going to Genesis 4, verse number 7. Let's read a little bit of Look at Genesis 4. Number seven reads, Thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted. If thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. Not to you shall be his desire, and, you shall, and, and thou shalt rule over him. Mm-hmm. So he says, I know we got to read a little bit more than the other, but he says to Cain, now, if you do well, then you are accepted. What's that supposed to mean? If you do well, you accept it. He said, if you do well, you are accepted. That means doing well to be accepted. That means you got to do something. What in the Bible gets you accepted that we can read? I tell you, what, before we get off into the internet, that gives me a chance to collect my thoughts. We're going to bring our elder in, our other elder in, Mr. Taylor of Israel. we tell you all about the broadcast, but hold me to that point. He says, if you do well, you are accepted. That's big, that's big chocolate there. We're not so our other elder, he'll come out of that special meeting, so he's ready to tell you about the broadcast, and then we'll get back on that point. So, elder, y'all, that remind me of that statement. Yahweh told Cain, if you do well, then you are accepted. So we meet our other elder, Elder Steel of Israel, Father Yah, God, Judah. Y'all probably get you that scene right. Can I see that preacher? Right? And Yahweh, God bless you, see Israel, and see you, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father Well, one thing about it, Elder, we try to unmask. Um, Take number 13, and we know on the international side, it's over 900,000 strong ready here, but they say instead you got us confused on what you're trying to bring, and we'll, and we'll show you why you're confused, Charlotte, too. But what we'll do, Elder, whatever the Almighty put on you to tell you about this broadcast, take your time, and that give me a chance, give me a good hot cup of herbal tea on the clock, come on. Well, once again, Yaakov Bush, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners, and that is a good thing, because I know all the listeners out there, they came to hear the righteous words of Yaakov, and we know that, but for some, they came celebrating Father's Day. 
Well, that's good, too. Once you realize that you only have one father, and that's your father, which is in heaven. Now, a wise man told me uh, once, I had asked a question. And sometimes when a question is asked, it does pay to have a wise man to answer that. I asked him, what does it mean when you say, come in peace? So he gave me a verse, and I looked at it. And I received it well in 1 Samuel 16, verse 4. And the reply to that was, peacefully, I am come. You know, that made me think about Ruth 2, verse 4. When Yahweh, when you meet, meet in Greek, I'll be with you. Yahweh, bless you, which we're taught in this ministry. But also, that was, I might say, a parable. In fact, it was a pretty good one. So, this is one of the reasons why when we get on this broadcast, sometimes I always have a lengthy explanation, which does explain itself in the end. But this is one of the reasons why we welcome and thank all of you for attending a lot of broadcasts of God's ministry. You know, we are here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching. Loud bumps of gums for righteous learning and Christianity. Bringing you into our live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry that comes to you live and opens to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's word. No matter how many times you read this book, you can always come up with something a little bit different. We're even asked, how can you guys? get this much information out of this one book. And it comes from connecting the books. Your health, foods you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more. And all this is done because you have not. And this the information that you all listening came to seek. And the voices of the truest life, forever God God. We're open unto you on the normal days. The time for normal days is 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. In those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. Class time starts at, well, our online class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and our online class starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until our temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this, open up any search engine on one of your smart devices. Click on that search line and on tribe.com. After you click in there, once again, look for tribe.com dash Israelites in that particular form. And after you click enter, right under the decline, you'll see some choices. One of the choices will be tithes and offerings. Click the PayPal and follow the instructions. In the other device, you might see a menu. But after clicking that, you'll still see choices. And at that time, doing so, remember where it tells us in the Book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7 and verse 8. 
Seven says, give unto the aqua, tenants of the people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. Eight, give unto the aqua the glory, do unto his name, bring an offering, and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone when doing this to remember that Yahweh loves that you're forgiven. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 3, and once again, mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh Rock. Also for building the school, which is very well needed, where we have some wise teachers that can teach you about the word of Yahweh. Also for building the banquet hall, a radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program, Hallelujah Guam. Also while there, check our calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. You'll find this feature available during our broadcast time. And to get there, enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click on this time, look for Voices of the Truest Lights, Tribe of God And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yakuwa Online. The first being our live conference phone number, which is 319-527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by anyone in six or nine camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you once again, you only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also by calling this number, you can receive well, our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. Now, on another note, we'd like to ask, please do not contact me or email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the station stockholder, Mr. Sigab, and answering many memos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. And that's besides setting up our broadcast before broadcast time. Almost too difficult to remember. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. But as I said, unless you call trying to teach, you will only hear the scratching dial tone. Now, for those who maybe have missed the beginning of today's program, you can catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Friday's program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to get there, in three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And after clicking on it, once again, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribe of God's Love. Choose the program that you're late logging into or any previous day on that list of you to listen. And during our normal blog talk broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting our information on Tell Talk, 
which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Just download the PowerTalk app. They'll be listed under African ethnic group, African American. And when you get there, and of course, listen for the prison rights, time of the laptop. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants. The will also be worth Bible education. And online there, to answer the on the table topics we discussed during our broadcast, will be the Elder List of Kids Israel, along with Sea Israel, writing a chapter. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments on topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teacher time. We will continue our teaching on the broadcast. But a continuing note to mention is that when we are given the scriptures to speak by this year, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So those words of Yahweh flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. As we're given that continuing reminder in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. And so we can go back to our program. We'll pass our program back to our sphere as well and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, Jay, hallelujah, I don't know that um, was that my sound or some sound was going in and out. Um, properly was uh, my sound going in and out. Again, because sometimes you be twisting so many buttons in a hurry, trying to do your partners and just say, Yahweh, you might be all, and old fear might be all over the place. So that's what I'll be telling us. Those that can get in, get in where you fit in at it. Whether you figure you fit in at, get in. Because see, one thing about it, this is a big job to do as we unlock some things that we need to know. Because remember one thing, if somebody tell me that I'm king over, somebody tell me I'm king over you, and I, I don't want to know how did you get to the king over me. So we found out something in the early part of the lesson, how did what put what put um Adam in a predicament he in just like Solomon I mean what his name um Samson got in the same predicament. So we found out some things so that means hey El, give me a verse real quick. That means see what that means, hey Elder Mr. Jeff, what that means in Luke chapter one, can you go see out in verse Five and six. See, sometimes you can figure out some things if you go by the Bible. So in Luke chapter one, Elder Mister Till, can you those see out in verse one, chapter one, verse five and six? Help those see out and and let's see what that say. Then we'll get back to where we was on. In a minute, but something. But somebody tell me, I'm king over you, and I know I haven't did nothing to put you over me. I need to find out some more information. Maybe I can get a little bit according to Luke chapter one, verse five and six. What that the hell, Mister Tell? In the book of Luke. 
chapter 1, reading verses 5 and verse number 6. 5 says, there was, a, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of one of the course of Abed, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. Six, and they were both righteous before Yahweh, before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments of Torah instructions and ordinances of the Yahweh blamelessly. Mm-hmm. So we find out in a relationship, you have to be both on the same playing field. That means if you both on the same playing field, it will be no room for error, but you know how we make our decisions based upon um hey mother, how do we make our how do we make our calling mother according to seven twenty four? Seven twenty four Oh, Matthew, how do we do it today? Today, how do we make our calling? And 724, Marie, can you go there? Today, how do we how do we pick what we got to do today? How do we do it, Marie? 724, let's see you do it entirely what the Bible tells you to do. 724 said what, Marie? Or St. John? St. John. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get John, that. Verse 24. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Chapter 7, verse 24. Thank you. Chapter 7, verse 24. Okay. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge rightly, judge me. You see that? So, and, and, and what Samson messed up at? His father and mother told him, he said, can't you find a mate among the Danites, your tribe? He said, well, mm-hmm. no, daddy. She do what I like. She pleases me. Go get her for me. But she was of the Philistine, Tom's and Ham. So he told daddy, Look, I want her. You go get her for me. So you see what happened? So when so when he put that riddle before, they had the up because the girl and her parents was of the Philistines, the sons of Ham. So when you violate the order of things, you open the door for things to happen just like Hill just got through reading. When you got to make, you both got to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. If you're not on the same page, you're going to leave that gap in there. And when that gap is left in there, now you're going back to the left now. So when you leave a gap, that's why we come, and it's so important, by the land, school, banquet hall, to help those that come behind us to understand we can save you many things. A-L. A-L, yada. In the book called Second Ezra, 
he was going by what his eyes think. He said in his writing, she do what I like. She pleases me. See? So now you, so you see what happens in town. Matter of fact, you can bring up to the day O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. He had a Israelite Judah woman and a family. So he don't leave that and go get him a sentence of Esau. Now what happened in the end of that? See, anytime you violate the Bible once you know who you are, that's up to you. But your ends is not going to be in your favor. That's all we said. So now, hey, yo, give me that four verse seven again in Genesis. Let's get back to what we're getting ready to read. Genesis chapter four. Hell, y'all got. Genesis four verse seven. What does it say? Four verse seven. Okay. You say your microphone is um uh, is all good, Bill. Okay, now they can want you uh, come out come out of the studio and come back in. Come on stage, come out of stage and come back on, you know. So I'll tell you what. We let um still pick that up. And you come out, come out, and come back in, and then we'll be, they say you'd be ready to go. So now, A.L., I'm going to In Genesis chapter 4, can you, can you help those see uncles, um, you know, we, we, we own something, but it's got to unfold itself. See, what we all found out so far, for somebody to make a statement, I'm king over you, and Knowing that you ain't done anything, that's what I'm saying. It's like somebody, you know, go out there and run your credit or mess your, steal your identification, do everything for you. Well, I ain't done that. But they'll go out there way to <laughs> live you up. That's what I'm You got to, what can we say? You got to know your company is all I can tell you. So now, L, look at Tim. Can you help me out in Genesis chapter 4, verse 7? Okay. In the book of Genesis chapter 4, verse number 7, it says, If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt be him. He said, now, if you do well, you accept it, because sin lies at the door. That's what he said. If you do well, you accept it, but sin lies at the door. Now, who is this uh, elder that lies at the door in 1 Peter, verse number, chapter 5, verse 7 8? And the WCC said, well, the elder microphone is ready to go. So in 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse 7 8. Can you help me out? What do you mean by if you do well, you accept it? Because sin lies at your door. Who is it at your door? First Peter five, verse seven and eight. Let's see what it says in verse seven and eight. 
1 Peter chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 8. Be sober, be diligent, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Oh, so he said if you do well, you'll be accepted. Now he said, because we find out when you don't do well, according to Yahweh's word, and his deed, oh, Satan is laying right there. And Satan knows one thing. That's what he come in there. When you violate the scriptures, oh, Satan is standing right there. And then Yahweh's rule, he said, look here, when you violate the scriptures, you're not none of his anymore. So that's why he told Adam, you are part of my rule. I'm king over you. So when Adam was told what not to do, he did it anyway. And he told his wife to stay away from this guy. And then what happened, she didn't. Pay him no never mind. And when listen to this guy, then what? Then she called to, to Adam saying, "You know I listen to faith." Then what Yahweh said, he did eat too. Now you see what happened. So that's how Satan stepped up and said, "Now you belong to me." So you said, "Is that there?" So now. Um, Come back to our elders, Israel. And I don't think we, you know, I mean, this is fairly interesting. So you see, what even today, the reason why we're in <laughs> problem today, he says, if you do well, if you do well, <laughs> you accept it. And I said, come. That's the same thing we try to be saying on this broadcast. Take another look at this book again and see if you're doing well. Because you, if you do well, you are accepted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be skinning and grinning now, but, but it's going to catch up with you in a time upon it. Just like we get ready to read. Well, we see now we have a problem with it. Our other here, y'all out microphone. So he'll be back in the room in a minute. So reboot, come back in again, and let's get something going on. Well, Mr. Till, now come back to that four, verse number eight. We're going to read a little bit. Cause now, 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 Mother E, what do you mean by, what do you mean by if you do well, then you accept it? How do you do well according to the Bible to be accepted? Let's see. Let's see what it says. And um, well, let's, let's see. Is Ian or is he ready to go? Hey, hey, we read four verse seven. You read verse seven. Now pick up at verse number eight. Let's see what we got. Yada yada. Verse eight. Four verse eight. Come on. Look at Genesis chapter four. Verse number 8 reads, Genesis 4, verse number 8. He came to with Abel, his brother, 
and it came to pass. When they were in the field, that Cain rose up against his, Abel, his brother, and slew him. Verse number nine. Yahweh said unto Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Verse 10. And he said, Where have thou done? The voice of your brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. Go ahead. Verse number, 11. Down to 16. Verse number 11. Now art thou cursed from the earth, which have opened her mouth to receive your brother's blood from thy hand. Verse 12. Thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. Verse 13. The king said unto Yahweh, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Verse 14. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Verse 15. And Yahweh said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slave came, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. Yahweh said, A mark upon Cain, which any finding him should kill him. Verse 16, and Cain went out from the presence of Yahweh and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. Wait a he went, he went, dwelt in the land of Nod, and that's like a wilderness on the east of Eden. But wait a minute now. Let's come back to that Genesis 3 24 again, the elder. I, I think you'll stumble up on something, the elder. In Genesis 3, 24, why did he go to the east of Eden? Why did he go there? Let's go back to verse 3, 24. And let's see what's going on in Genesis 3, 24, Elder. Book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse number 24 reads. Book of Genesis 3, verse 24. He drove out the man, and he placed... He drove out the man, and he placed... At the east of the garden of Eden, cherubim and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Oh. So, who, who over there in the east that he went to? Go to First Corinthians five five. Go to First Corinthians five five and see. Who over there, who is east of Eden? He said the turban was east of Eden. But remember one thing. We got to find out what turban uh, is this that's east of Eden. And remember remember one thing. We'll go back and read something a little bit later. I ain't going to telegraph nothing. But we'll go back and read it shortly. Let's read it first Corinthians five verse five. The book of First Corinthians, chapter five, verse number five reads. First Corinthians five, verse number five. To deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of Yahweh. Oh, so Cain 
went over east on the east of Eden because that's what the turban Satan was at. And now what they do, they remember. When we read in Revelation chapter 5, the book is called. So he already knew what Adam was going to do. He already knew what he told Adam to do, that his wife was going to do contrary to it. So he already knew that the, that Satan going to get kicked out of heaven. He knew that too. So he knew everything in his book because of Isaiah 46, 9 through 11. You know, what is it saying, Isaiah 46, 9 through 11? Book of Isaiah, chapter 46. Verse number 9 through 11, read. Book of Isaiah 46, verse number 9. Remember the former things of old, for I am Yahweh, and there is none else. I am Yahweh, and there is none like me. Verse number 10. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Verse number 11. Calling a ravenous bird from the east, the men that execute my counsel from a far country. Yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Mm-hmm. So you see, the Almighty called the end from the beginning. That means when he finished that book in Revelation chapter 5, he already know what they was going to do. And guess what? He know what you're going to do. See, he know what you're going to do. That is the, that's the game changer. He called the end from the beginning. Remember, he is the producer of this day. And he passed his book to his son. The son read his part. And the son made it plain that this is not my doctrine. This is not my, this is the Bible. So when we go to the 12th chapter there, Elder, and look at, St. John 12, 46 down to verse 50. See, once we understand this thing, then maybe, you know, you, you'll stop sending the fear, all this hate calls, hate mail, and, and all this talking about taking his head and, and running into the tree. Why do you want to run on say head into the tree for? Huh? All we're doing is reading the Bible and bringing out the dark sands, same way the son received the book, he had to bring out what was written on his part. All we're doing is reading what our part is to do. Because we want us all of James 5, 20, and the 25, um, 21 that we can get. We want well done, my good and faithful servant. That's why we in this thing. So we, we in this day for one reason, salvation. And when we find out something that we is, is wrong in according to scriptures, we're going to make a judgment on it. If I, I don't care who it is, if I find out that you could interfere with my salvation and I don't find out the truth, and if I don't make a judgment, that's on me. That's all we're saying. So... In the 12th chapter of St. John, verse 46 down to verse 50, I want to get a precept from that 7, 16 and 17 you read earlier. What it says we can read in 
and the 12th chapter of St. John, we're looking at 46 down to verse 50. What does that help? Book of St. John, chapter 12, verse number 46 through 50 reads. Book of St. John, chapter 12, verse 46. And come a light into the world. Whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Verse 47. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge them not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Verse 48. He that rejected me and received not my words, and one that judges him, the words that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Verse 49. For I have not spoken of myself, but Yahweh the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. Verse 50. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as Yahweh the Father said unto me, so I speak. You see that? So you see, he said, I only speak what he give me to say. And all we're doing is bringing out things that have been hid from you, showing you that this book is a precept book. This book it's not going to work for you if you it in first Corinthians five can you help me out Elder, what it says that we can read in verse twelve and thirteen back up with mark chapter four verse nine through eleven back to back there Elder, come out the book of first Corinthians chapter five verse twelve and thirteen. Sir, the book of First Corinthians five. Just bring down to Mark chapter four, verse nine through eleven. The book of First Corinthians chapter five, verse twelve through thirteen. Verse twelve and thirteen reads: The book of First Corinthians five, verse number twelve. Well, what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not you judge them that are within? Verse thirteen. But them that are without Yahweh judges, if we put away from you among yourself that wicked person. The book of Mark, chapter 4, verse number 9 through 11 reads. Book of Mark, chapter 4, verse number 9. Mark 4, verse number 9 reads. He said unto them, He that have an ear to hear, let him hear. Verse number 10. When he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. Verse number 11. He said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of Yahweh. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. Yeah. So a lot of times you be, you can't figure it out. Because once you're without, in Zephaniah 2, 1, 2, and 3, the only way you're going to receive this understanding, we have to follow the manuscript, and this is what it says in Zephaniah chapter 2, 1, 2, and 3. Hey, what is that we can read in Zephaniah 2, 1, 2, and 3? The book of Zephaniah chapter 2, verse number 1, 2, and verse number 3 reads, 
The book of Zephaniah, chapter 2, verse number 1. Gather yourselves together. They gather together, O nation I desire. Verse number 2. Before the decree bring forth, before the day pass as the shaft, before the fierce anger of Yahweh come upon you, before the day of Yahweh's anger come upon you. Verse number three. Seek you, Yahweh, all you meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. Seek righteousness. Seek meekness. It may be you shall be hid in the day of Yahweh's anger. So you see what he's saying? So he's making a profound statement. So when Paul, now he had no to the northern kingdom, the scattered Israelites that was in current in the book of Corinthians, and, and, and he found some scattered Israelites over there. And when he got there, he said in 2 Corinthians 2, 18, what he said we can read in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14 down to verse 18. The book of Second Corinthians, chapter 6, verse number 14 through 18 reads, Book of Second Corinthians, chapter 6, verse number 14. Second Corinthians 6, verse 14. But be you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. What fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? What, com- what communion have right with darkness? Verse 15. And what concord have Yahweh the Son with Belial? Or what part have he that believe with an infidel? Verse 16. And what agreement have the temple of Yahweh with idols? For you are the temple of the living Yahweh, as Yahweh has said. I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their Yahweh, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Before come up from among them, and be you separate, save Yahweh. Touch not the unclean, and I will receive you. Verse 18. And will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, save Yahweh Almighty. So you see, now Paul, we not read Romans chapter 1, verse 5 through 7. Paul was sent to the scattered Israelites that was in Rome and all in the, uh, the world called Europe today was really Japhatic land. Asia today was really was Sam's land. So he was sent to tell the scattered Israelites that it's time for you to come back to this bondage covenant because it told that you were to be scattered and to every nation upon the sun, you children of Israel. And the reason you were the reason why you were scattered because of what's written in twenty eight forty seven down to verse fifty of Deuteronomy. There's a reason that you were scattered. And so we trying to um um uh, a mother. A mother, help me out for a minute. We trying to put a a sixty four verse nine of Psalms in your head. Hey, Mother E, what it says mm-hmm. in 69, make it 69, verse 4. We trying to, you know, see, we call this broadcast, although we be hit on every side, but we trying to, we trying to 69, verse 4, you, 
the national audience. What is saying 69 verse 4 that mother mother? Okay. Psalm chapter 69, verse 4. Psalm chapter 69, verse 4 reads, They that hate me without a cause are more than the hair on my head. They that would destroy me, being my enemies wrongfully, are mightier than I. Restore that which I took not away. And all we try to do, we try to restore back to you what we took not away. See, we try to restore some things that you have to take another look at. Because in Malachi 3, verse 6, Hebrews 13, verse 8, he don't change. So the same thing he did to them, it's going to catch up with you. So we trying to, regardless of the position you're in in the world, let's take another look at this Bible. Let's see, do we line up with this Bible because your salvation on the line, and he's going to ask you at a time appointed. You heard the series of Dixon on the camp tell you what the book said, right? But you didn't believe it. So we want to get our place in the kingdom. So we'll come and give you what this book is saying. It's up to you. So we want to make sure, because we know what he got written, that we can read. Matter of fact, let me show what he got read. Hey, 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 Mr. Kill. He got a statement written in Isaiah 66, verse 24. And this is talking about end time future. And he's gonna tell you he's gonna tell you something for you to to consider. And Isaiah, Mr. Tibb, what is saying sixty six verse twenty four that we can read? So that's it. I have a snapshot. Mr. Tibb, what is saying we can read in um Isaiah sixty six verse twenty four? What can we read? Isaiah 66, verse 24. Hey, hey, hey Mother, you pick that verse up, Mother. I see it. Isaiah 66. Yeah, 66, verse 24. 24. Yeah. I see a 60. I see a 66, verse 24. And they shall go forth and look upon the causes of men that have transgressed against me. For their, for their worms shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched, and they shall be an a horror unto all flesh. He says, he says, he told a seer to put it in right. Ain't too many people going to read it. 6624. That one day up the road, you gonna go. You the men and women that have sinned against me. He said they're gonna be thrown in the fire, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to go watch them in the fire, burning, and not only that, with worms added onto them in the fire. 
listen to you trying to blackjack your family to say, look here. Just look at this bottle a little bit, Kevin. I know I got degrees all on the wall. But all the only way you can receive this, you got to obey him. You can read this Bible, but you read it like a novel. You got to read it spiritually, but he's not going to give it to you spiritually because he got an order by giving it to you. And that's why we bring out to, to every lesson, this Bible have a double and a triple meaning to it. And you have to design what it's saying, but he's he not going to allow you to have it unless you do the right things according to what's written. Okay? Got it? Good. So now, A.L., what we left off at on A.L., what, what we at now? Left off in uh, yeah, yeah, Corinthians 6, chapter 14 to 18. Okay, well, we finished that up here, right? So now, yeah. let's go back and read that verse again in verse number 24. I, I want to come another way with this verse now. We go on to, thank, I mean, Genesis 3.24. I want to take it another way. Let's go back to 3.24 and, and see if we find out what's going on. Genesis 3.24, what's the hell? The book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse number 24 reads, For he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden, cherubim, and a famous sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So they ran him, they ran, so he put turbans around him. Now we want to precept that to Ezekiel chapter 28, take a verse 11. Because one thing we read in Amos 3, verse 7 by mother, the Almighty would do nothing but reveal the secrets to his servants to fear. Now we want to find out uh, these turbans, who was they? So he going to always tell the fear what to look for, but that's the protocol. The father's book. He gave it to his boy. Yahweh's brother. 